0: from KQED. Just got to Clinton Park. I don't even think it's a park. I think it's just a street, which I didn't really know. So the boulders were on this street that I'm standing on right now, and now the boulders are gone. Two dozen boulders were placed on the sidewalk by neighbors who wanted to get rid of a homeless encampment in the San Francisco neighborhood. A lot of people hate these boulders and they say they're not helping the problem. So they've been pushing them into the street. On Monday, the city of San Francisco removed the boulders from the neighborhood and said something else needs to be done. I'm Devin Kadiyama, welcome to the Bay. So help me describe the neighborhood that Clinton Park is in.
1: Yeah, well, it's 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 kind of on the edge of a few neighborhoods, right? It's near the edge of the the Mission. It's near the edge of the Castro, Debose. It's it's all these. It's like this intersection of neighborhoods.
0: Joe Fitzgerald Rodriguez was born and raised in the city. He's a reporter and columnist for the San Francisco Examiner.
1: Yes, it's a nice neighborhood. Uh, anywhere near Market, no matter where along Market you are, is pricey as hell. You know, as we saw. Uh, There were a lot of uh, folks who were camping out here, and for some of the housed
0: neighbors, that made the neighborhood less nice. Joe and I are on Clinton Park Street because this is where residents raised money to put boulders on the sidewalk to prevent homeless people from living here. It's become a symbol for how far some residents are willing to go to not have to live next to homelessness and the problems that can come with it. Can we just like walk down the street here and do you know what it would have looked like or did you know what it actually looked like? Yeah, no,
1: absolutely. Yeah, there are photos of this. I mean, the neighbors shared photos of the encampments and people saw the encampments. So here we are walking down like a, a, a street lined with trees about, what, 10, 15 feet apart? Yeah, it's about fair. Yeah, about fair. And there were, you know, large tents taking up this part of the sidewalk. The sidewalk is not that wide.
0: Yeah, what's that like? Maybe like seven, eight feet? yeah something like that it's pretty it's 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 not wide at all
1: um so we had the camps we had the tents here side by side taking up that space some injecting themselves uh some people selling drugs to the people living here this encampment grew in the context of citywide sweeps of homeless camps where one group of neighbors complains that there's a camp the police bust up the camp and then the camp reappears somewhere else so we see this kind of whack-a-mole approach where they just keep popping up here, there, and everywhere.
0: And so the neighbors are seeing this, and I know that they were, like, sending in complaints to the city and trying to get the city, t- to some degree, to respond. Right. And then what What do they decide to do?
1: So the neighbors uh, say that the city never responded. And so they decided that they would pool their money together and erect boulders in order to make sure that there was not enough space on the sidewalk for these camps to go up. And that was like a GoFundMe site? It was a GoFundMe. $3,900. About $4,000. Yeah, there were boulders from about the start at Market Street, yeah, all the way down to like this crest.
0: After some back and forth of some people pushing the boulders off the sidewalk and the city putting them back on, the city came out on Monday with a tractor to remove the rocks, but not because they were illegal. And how were they allowed to do this? Like, can anybody buy boulders and put them on the sidewalk? What Director
1: of Public Works Mohamed Nuru came out saying was, you know what, if there's consensus from property owners, this is perfectly fine. And the reason why is because this space here Right between the trees where a parking meter might be or a bike rack. This is called the furniture zone. And what they mean by that is like parking meters and bike racks and things or plaza like architecture. And so Muhammad Nuru said, hey, furniture zone, fair game. You're not blocking the right of way. You're not blocking the pathway for people to walk. Um, that's fine.
0: As long as there's consensus in the neighborhood.
1: As long as there's consensus among property owners.
0: That's okay. That's fascinating because. What does consensus actually mean in this case?
1: Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. It opens up
0: a whole uh, uh, Pandora's box of questions. You know what, the, what also is crazy to me is the fact that the consensus needs to be with property owners? That is that is, that is
1: the terminology that Director Nuru used. So renters just don't really get a say? In the context of talking about housed versus unhoused neighbors, it takes on a particularly strong connotation because most ho- uh, homeless uh, advocates will tell you that very often the city responds to uh, the homeless crisis not by what works and not by what's best for homeless people to get them off the streets, but by following the complaints of neighbors and doing what makes house neighbors happy.
0: I'm just thinking of like, the people who have the ability to know the law, to pool their money together to do what what happened here are people who are kind of in a position to to do that like they have accessibility to i guess the city or just knowing the laws and that's that's a that's a nice position to be in i guess
1: and they're housed they have the time and the comfort in order to figure all this out
0: So obviously the story came out and it was a huge deal. For the people that you talk to who don't like the boulders, what are they saying about why they don't like them?
1: People who don't like the boulders will tell you this is just the latest example of hostile architecture and uh, something that the city has long codified. I mean, the city itself, um, Public Works has bought its own boulders to fill in areas where there have been tent encampments under freeways. This is not new. They didn't get the idea from outer space. This is something that San Francisco Public Works has been doing for a long time.
0: Tell me talk about hostile architecture because I, I've seen it before. It's like a bar that's on a bench that prevents you from lying down. Right, yeah. Hostile
1: architecture is basically any architecture that prevents someone from sleeping or or otherwise using architecture in a way that uh, maybe a house neighbor wouldn't, right? So, you know, for instance, at Salesforce Transit Center um, in South of Market, there's a long bench uh, right next to the transit center, but that bench slants downwards. Sure, you could sit down and eat your lunch, but can you lay down on it? No, you would roll right the heck off. You know, there are also um, some uh, parts on Market Street, uh, some buildings where in the doorways they have spikes. Spikes right. so people can't sleep, right. it's uncomfortable. You lay down on those spikes, it hurts.
0: Yeah, it's it's interesting because once you start noticing that kind of architecture, you, you see it all over the place in San Francisco and, and around the Bay Area too. What other reasons are people saying they don't want the boulders here other than like hostile architecture? I mean, just
1: morally, I mean, Some advocates have said, and, you know, I I myself argued in my column, like if we're galvanizing neighbors to pool their money to do something about homelessness, why is the thing that we're pooling our money together for hostile architecture? Why is it not help for folks? I I hear the counter argument. Well, if you help people, more people will come. And that hasn't borne out. Every city has homelessness.
0: Also, the thing that you just said that made me think was The fact that it was done with like a GoFundMe page, which traditionally or like historically, I feel like GoFundMe pages are communities coming together to support something positive, right? Like somebody's (laughs) art project or medical bills or something like that. You're smiling, you're getting something out. Um, But this was like, this was an example of a community coming together to basically kind of get rid of part of their community.
1: In the GoFundMe page, there's, you know, comments. One woman, a neighbor, commented, I've been on this street 18 years, and I've never seen people come together like this. So honored to call you neighbors.
0: Well, we've seen this kind of thing happen in San Francisco, too, with, like, communities coming together using GoFundMe. I'm thinking of the Embarcadero Navigation Center, where they were actively fighting against having this kind of homeless services center in their neighborhood.
1: Right. Really, GoFundMe has been used as a place for people to simply pool their money together in an organized way, whether it's for a cause or not. And that cause may simply be pushing out the homeless. And increasingly, we're seeing that happen. In fact, I mean, when I asked Director Nuru if, you know, since there was tacit approval on this street for boulders, Uh, That meant approval on other streets. He said, hey, yeah, anyone comes to a consensus
0: if other streets want to do this, absolutely. The director of San Francisco Public Works told Joe that the problem with the boulders was that people were able to move them. They kept getting pushed into the street, which obviously is a problem for the city. So if people want the rocks on the sidewalk, which the city is okay with, then SF Public Works said maybe the boulders need to be bigger or heavier so they'll stay put. The city said that it will work with residents to find a more permanent solution. Just thinking about like, what do you think this moment says about both the people who are so disgusted with the boulders, but then also the people who felt like boulders were the only way to address the problem that they see?
1: I mean, it just shows our desperation. It shows our desperation and our and our inability to tackle things with big ideas.
0: Why do you think people did this?
1: (sighs) Individuals don't know how to deal with homelessness. The city can't even deal with homelessness. Homelessness is a federal problem. It's a federal problem that needs federal money. And in the face of a problem so complicated, so complex, so filled with many tendrils of pain and sadness and suffering that you're forced to see every day, you know, I can, I don't empathize. I don't, I don't feel like people should react this way, but I can see how they would. People were reaching out to me all weekend about this. Like, my phone was lighting up like a Christmas tree from people who either felt really strongly that the people with the boulders needed to be defended or that people with the boulders were horrible villains that needed to be, you know, uh, uh, lambasted. Um, And really, I mean, these problems are complicated. These problems are complex. And I think it's not a humane way to treat people, but I also get that people may not know what to do.
0: The reason why this story got so much attention and the reason that it feels different is because it wasn't the city or some big company that put the boulders there it was a group of residents i feel like it could have been a lot of neighborhoods in san francisco and right now there's nothing keeping residents in other parts of the city from doing the same thing i feel like a lot of you are going to have something to say about this story so please hit us up on twitter and let us know what you think we're at the bay kqed And also, I want to say thanks to everyone who responded to our last episode about the controversial name of the Berkeley restaurant neighborhood. Bronwyn Ann, Kelly Pineapple1, and Mike LaRiviere, we loved hearing from you on Twitter. Keep it coming, and thanks. Joe Fitzgerald Rodriguez is a reporter and columnist for the San Francisco Examiner. I'm Devin Kadiyama. That's it for The Bay. We'll talk to you Friday. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Hey, what's up? I'm Erica Cruz-Guevara, the host of The Bay. Donations keep independent journalism alive and healthy. And you support outstanding journalism when you support KQED. So if you haven't yet, check out donate.kqed.org slash podcasts. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcasts with an S.